<laughs> Hello, my name is Professor Von Trakovich, and a, a genius like me knows that it's very good to go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media and support your favorite shows shows like noobs and dragons oh oh the bloodbane family will be so excited i'm talking about this you can get wonderful perks by joining like a a special behind the scenes show for only five dollars it's a wonderful deal. If you pass up on it, you'll regret it forever. Noobs and Dragons. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, it dawns on the group that while Glarus Galaxy Render is the mastermind behind the cult of the Dark Star, he doesn't seem to be especially powerful himself. The group decides to head to the Rainbow Valley and investigate the dark energies gathering at the Prismatic Palace. Along the way, at Stone Raven Keep, they encounter their old friend Walter the Flumph. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. You guys have spent the night in Stone Raven Keep, where you guys had uh, uh, originally encountered Lucidia Grawl uh, quite a while ago at this point. Uh, you guys have met Walter. He's with you. And uh, you guys have now woken up. It's the, the, the morning. And it's you three with Walter. And he's just sort of hovering beside you. And what would you guys like to do? Are we ready to? Ready uh, to I'm going to inform everybody because I'm I'm the one that heard the 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 disgusting sound of the wolves. They did not, correct? Yeah, they were asleep at the time. Okay, so I'm going to let them know what I heard. And what? Yeah, so I it sounded normal at first, and then it got real disturbing. So whatever we're walking into, we should just be ready. Yep. Uh, Walter uh, kind of like kind of like takes one of his little tentacles and kind of raises up. He goes, oh, if I may, I do have something to let you know. Oh, yeah, sure, Walter. What's up? I, I can certainly direct you to where we need to go, but uh, I, I hope that I don't have to get involved with anything quite as scary as that. Walter, we'll protect you. Don't we'll worry. We'll try our best, but do we'll we have protect permission? you, Walter. Don't worry. Do we have permission to throw you at something? Because <laughs> you're poisonous. I, I'd rather not. It, if it's like a life or death situation, do we have permission? Well, Walter, suppose... what if you just do like a whole, like you just, you take your little tentacles and you just like flail them like frantically and just slap everything that's bad and poison it all? I, I, I can try. Good. All right. You can scream while you do it too. It's all right. I, I, I probably would. <laughs> Perfect. That's what I would like to see. I scream sometimes too. Oh. When I'm rocking up! Oh my God! Can we? Let's go now. Let's go now. This whole moment's been ruined. So you guys pack up your stuff. Uh, as as Al, uh, Alistair is kind of like you know throwing yeah! his hands up, and uh, you guys you know pack up your gear and you guys head out of the uh, uh, tower and you can look into the Rainbow Valley from here. And now that it's uh, uh, laid out, you know it's uh, now the morning. You can see that. Uh, the, the brightness of the forest that you had seen before is sort of more muted. It's not quite as bright and like lush as it was before. It still is a, a really big forest. And you can kind of gauge a, uh, a, a, you think, a, a direction for finding the, the prismatic palace into the, the woods from here. Uh, but uh, Walters has said that he'll be able to kind of, he feels like he'll be able to direct you a little better inside. Since, cause, since he can sense some kind of aberrant energy, you know, some kind of psionic power in the, the fo- you know, deep within the forest. Okay, let's follow Walter then. 
Yeah, so uh, Walter is uh, uh, giving you a direction. As far as that goes, the he doesn't necessarily know a good trail, though. So at this point, you will have to still make a, uh, a survival check to find like a good path to be on, you know, unless you want to just sort of stumble in whatever direction he tells you and just sort of walk into whatever you walk into. Now, are, am I back in like my um, my favorite uh, terrain? You absolutely are. Yep, this is a uh, 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 definitely a forest for your uh, favorite terrain. So you have advantage on your survival check. Oh, so you're co-leading this with Walter. That's right. Yep, so uh, Walter is basically kind of guiding you, and you're sort of finding a good trail for you guys to walk through. Uh, if you like, you can make a survival check to find food and water, and there's also a perception check on the table. I'll do a perception. Absolutely. I'll look for water. And what'd you get for uh, finding food and water, uh, Tilly? Survival, right? Survival, yep. 19. 19. You it, it's you would think that it would be easier to find food and water in the uh, the Rainbow Valley uh, because it's supposed to be so lush and full of life, but it's a little sparse. You find some enough for you guys to to, you know, drink and, you know, eat for the day, but uh, it's uh it's not like a lot of the 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 bushes and trees that you think would bear fruit or you know berries and whatnot are kind of yeah, how do I put it? They're uh, uh, they're kind of like thin. Like the leaves are kind of like turning gray, and the even the fruit that you do find is not quite as flavorful as you'd like. But it's it's enough to sustain you. Uh, what'd you get for uh, uh, your uh, tracking uh, there uh, uh, with advantage? You had. 22. 22, yep. Uh, you and uh, uh, Walter are finding a good path. Uh, he's kind of directing you to where he senses this, you know, like psionic energy. And you guys are walking along a, a pretty decent trail. You'll think it there. You, you think that you would probably make it there within about a day. What did you get for perception? I got a natural 20. Wow. With a, uh, a natural 20, you are uh, uh, able to... Uh, Wow, with a natural 20. Yeah, I you, did not expect it either. I Yeah, I, I didn't have anything come for this. Uh, so with a natural 20, you are able to uh, uh, send, like, you hear in the distance, like, the howls of those, like, wolf creatures. And uh, uh, whereas you think that, like, you know, you'd be walking into their uh, direction, with your guidance and his, tra- like, uh, ability to kind of find a trail and Walter's ability to sense, you guys are able to kind of sideline a lot of those creatures. Oh, okay. So, nice. yep. So you uh, you think that you're doing a pretty good job of avoiding them, but I do need you guys to roll somebody to roll me a D100 and let me know what you get. Who wants to roll it? I already spent my luck. I don't think it's a good <laughs> idea for me to do it again. <laughs> uh, I'm going to oh. force you to do it then, uh, 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 Alistair. Go ahead and make me so a D100 a percentage roll. and an, an extra an, D10. An yep. extra D10. Uh-huh. And uh, go ahead and let me know what you get on a D100 roll. Um, I got a... Th- a ten and a three, so thirteen. So you got right. a a ten on the percentage die and a three on the d ten. Yeah, so you got a thirteen. Yeah, oh. I told you guys I shouldn't have done it. I'm just rolling just to see what happens. Oh, see, I should have rolled. <laughs> <sighs> so you guys have sidelined most of the Called the uh, wolf creatures and and whatnot. So you guys uh, uh, are a little off track a bit, but with Alistair's help, you have been able to avoid most of the these creatures and whatnot. Night is falling, though, and night falls pretty fast in the forest without like the, the sun coming through the trees or anything. You know, as soon as the sun starts setting, it gets dark very fast. And it almost feels like at night, the, the darkness is like amplified. It's just like pitch black. You, uh, uh, for Walter... Uh, uh, Tilly and Jandar, you guys have dark vision, so you're fine. You can see. Alistair, you can't see your hand in front of your face. You'll have to light a, a, a torch or a lantern. Yeah, I'll bring out my hooded lantern. You bring out your hooded lantern, and you guys walk through the forest. And you guys are trying to find a, uh, a spot to go ahead and, and, you know, spend the night. And Alistair, you notice in the distance uh, what looks to be like a campfire. Maybe about a couple hundred feet away, 300 feet, 500 feet, something like that, uh, in the the distance, uh, like you know, through a, a tree line. Uh, I'm gonna find my my te- am I right next to them? Yeah, your team is right with you. <clears throat> I'm gonna put my lantern out, put my arms around them, and just whisper. There's a campfire up ahead, about 200, 300 feet. I'm gonna whisper. I, I already knew that because I have better vision than you. Just kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks for the info, though. 
so you guys are whispering, and you guys are off to the side, and uh, uh, Walter perks up. He goes, oh, a traveler. That, I mean, that's rather nice, right? Uh, do you sense anything evil over there, Walter? Aberrant? Anything kind of? He says, I could, I could get a little closer, but from here, I, I don't, I mean, I, I, I sense psionic energy in the air, but I don't necessarily oh. sense anything in particular at the moment. Jane, you want to sneak in and get a better look? Without your hooded lamp, maybe. I don't want to go. I put it out. No, <laughs> okay, I, put okay. it, I put it out. All right. Um, so from where we're at, we just basically see like a light then, right? It's just a light, yeah, yeah. From, from where you're at. If you get a little closer, you'll be able to maybe see some, like figures if there are any there. Uh, and if you get even closer, you might be able to hear things, see things, etc. Tilly, what are you doing? I can stealth in. Casting Blessing of the Trickster on J- Jandar. Boom. And I'm staying close to Tilly since she has dark vision. So you two, uh, Alistair and Tilly, are uh, standing side by side. Uh, do you want Walter to go with you, Jandar, or do you want him I'm, to stay behind? I'm just going to go. I'm going by by myself. I don't need extra rolls for someone to, to detect us because of, because of uh, bad rolls. If it's going to be a bad roll, it's going to be me. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right. So being a noob here still, I've already forgot what Blessing the Trickster does, so... Advantage on stealth yep. rolls. Oh, okay. Then so you roll casting guidance on you. Ooh. <laughs> okay. And uh, add a d4 as yeah. well. Wow. All right. All right, here we go. We're going to stealth in and take a look at this. All right. If he fucks this up, I did all I could do, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see anything, so yeah. Just pick and me I'm up. Talk- I'm talking to, like, that'd a no one when you're behind me. Oh, sorry. That would be a uh, 27. Oh, what's our 28. Wow, 28. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you uh, uh, you creep closer, and uh, you're, you're still a good distance away. You're maybe about 50 to 100 feet away as you're creeping through the, the tree line. And uh, Tilly, you lose sight of uh, Jandar. Uh, in the shadows and darkness, he just sort of blends in and creeps off into the night. And you two are now you know alone with Walter. The three of you are there. Uh, Jandar, as you get closer, you see that there is a figure near the campfire. Uh, it doesn't look like there's uh, a tent. It does look like there are some, like, you know, maybe like there's a pack on the ground beside the, the form. And the form's back is to you, uh, but it's just sort of at the campfire. Seems to have, uh, from where you're at, uh, with dark vision, you it's a little hard to see. But uh, due to the, uh, because with your dark vision, it, you can't really see color, yeah. you know? But with the campfire light, you think that the form has white hair, short white hair, uh, and maybe has darker skin tone, but it's a little harder to tell, you know? They seem to wear, uh, or be wearing like a, a, a thick black cloak and are just sort of sitting in front of the fire. Huh. Oh, you're not there right now. But while Jandar's uh, thinking for a moment, uh, 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 you know, maybe about you know, 75 feet away, uh, to you two, you guys are just sort of sitting here. Walter's like, so do you not think it's a, just a regular traveler? Probably not, Walter. We should keep our voices down just in case. Oh, right. Sorry. That's okay. You're good. We just want to make sure you're safe, so let you know. And he goes, oh, wait, no, I, I'm speaking to you telepathically in your minds. I, I, I can be rather loud, I suppose. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> he goes, unless you want me to whisper, I, I, I can. You know, you do, you do you. You don't have to whisper. Oh, all right. Thank you. Tilly. Yeah. While he's searching up ahead, thinking of a number one through ten, what could it be? I'm going to guess four. God, you're absolutely right. How did you know? Because I know you better than you think. You're awesome. Walter goes, and I oh, that you. is rather impressive. <laughs> and back to you. <laughs> Jandar. I'm missing out on all the fun. <laughs> Jandar, you... Uh, so my question mm-hmm. to you is that, that his, the, their back is to me. Yeah. So could I... Could I try to change my angle so I get a clearer shot of not their back, but maybe like their face? Absolutely. You can uh, go ahead and uh, uh, kind of skirt around the tree line yeah. and kind of like like kind of like walk a- along. You'll it'll be a little easier for them to see like to catch sight of you because you're now behind them. But you can absolutely do that. <sighs> White hair, black cloak. Doesn't necessarily sound familiar, uh, uh, like from from your memory there. Uh, 
Uh, if you want, make an intelligence check. I can maybe tell you a little bit more. Am I close enough to detect thoughts? No, you're 75 feet away. Your detect thoughts is 30, uh, 30 uh, feet. Yeah, that's going to be tough. What were you going to say, though, if I want? Oh, if you want, make an intelligence check. I can maybe tell you a little bit more. <clears throat> intelligence check. All Just right. a standard intelligence check. This is for memory. Mm. Am I adding anything to this? Just the intelligence modifier, if you have a bonus to intelligence. Why? I, clearly, I don't because I can't even see it. So, <laughs> what's your intelligence plus score? One, plus one. Oh, so plus one. That'd be go. a uh, twenty. Oh wow! Uh, so with a twenty, you, I, uh, the form's uh, frame isn't the same uh, build or anything, but uh, skin tone and hair color remind you of Hildegard from uh, uh, back in Narquelian. You think this might be a drow, a dark elf? Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sneak back to my group. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, go ahead and make a stealth check. I'm seeing if you're gonna make me do it or not. Oh, absolutely. Do I not have uh, Tilly's advantages anymore? No, nope, you still have that. That lasts an hour. Okay. Just not the not the not uh, the guidance. Guidance, yeah. guidance yeah, yeah, is yeah. long gone. Okay. That would be a eighteen. Nope. Make that a twenty-one. With a twenty-one, you creep and you peek back behind you and the form doesn't move and you keep creeping and you think that it didn't uh what whoever this is did not see you or hear you all right so i'm gonna let them know that um i couldn't get a good like picture of the of their face but it looked like a dark elf white hair you know dark skin black cloak no tent just just sitting there by the fire do they have any weapons nothing that i, I saw like a like a bag you know, but I don't know what was in the bag. Potentially under the cloak, because uh, it, yeah. it was, you know, a big cloak. So there, there's potentially a weapon in there. Do we want to approach aggressive or open or avoid? Also, oh. I'm thinking of a number one through ten. Can you guess what it is? I think it's probably seven. You're wrong. <laughs> it was four. It's, it was four. Uh -huh. Walter goes, they know each other so well. Yeah. Shut up, Walter. Sorry. <laughs> Get out of my head, Walter. <laughs> uh, Walter does not resp uh, respond after you tell him to get out of your head. Um, I, I don't know. What do you guys want to do? Well, there's four of us and one of them. So <laughs> there you go, Tilly. I like your style. Let's go. <laughs> okay. I'm like holding on to like Tilly's hair or something. Like just trying to follow along with. You put your hand on her shoulder. Okay. Uh, Walter also lets you, you could know. You carry me, and I'll just be your eyes. I mean, all right, sure. I'll pick you up, put you on my shoulder. Make a strength check. All right. Yeah. That's a three. <laughs> oh, my God. You go to lift her, and with the heavy armor she's wearing, yep. uh, you can't do it. And Walter <laughs> says, um, I can just let you know that where we're going. Oh, okay. That works, too. Sorry, Tilly. I'm not the strongest there is. <laughs> I'm traveling with a bunch of idiots. Just shaking my head. Minus you, Walter. You're not an idiot. Oh, well, I do appreciate that. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Let's go see uh, what this is all about. Sure. Do you guys just want to just walk up like loudly? Do you want to creep up? What do you guys want to do? Do the creep. Uh, do the creep. Uh. Okay, we're creeping. All right. Everybody makes stealth checks. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad that Walter had advantage because that first roll was real bad. Yeah. Mine was two. God. I shouldn't have come back for you. Do the creep. Ah, uh, do the creep. Uh, 23. 23? 26. 26? One. Oh. <laughs> and a, a critical fail. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the count has reset, so it isn't a, uh, a horrible, horrible botch of a situation, but it was a failure. I'm just, I'm just behind them. Do the creep. Ah, uh, do the creep. Ah. Uh. So you guys uh, uh, creep along to the wood line, and uh, suddenly you hear the snap of a branch, and Alistair looks down. You can't see it because it's pitch black, and Walter goes, oh, watch out for that branch. <laughs> Thanks, Walter. Oh, and my God. And the form slowly kind of turns its head and sees the lot of you. Uh, you know, now that your cover's been blown, he sees all of you, and he says, oh. Travelers. Hello. 
<laughs> he says, "I'm trying to pick up Alistair from the floor." <laughs> you you lift up Alistair, oh, you know. Thank you. Oh wait, you're trying to pick him up? Yeah, I want to like lift him up. Help like him like up. help him up. Oh, oh, well, he I, didn't. I didn't yeah, he didn't. Just stepped on yeah, a he just stepped on a branch. He he didn't like. He oh, stumbled. Thought, he didn't he fall. Fell. Yeah, he stumbled but didn't fall. So, uh, the form looks over to you guys, and then says, "Well, come by the fire if you like." Oh, thank you. We just uh, saw you in the distance. Wanted to make sure everything was okay. Everything's all right. What's yes. your name, sir? Telomere. Telomere Venomstar. That's so bad. And uh, you guys can now get a good look at him. He is a drow, uh, male. Uh, he has short white hair. And on top of his uh, hair is uh, uh, almost looks like a, uh, like a thin white, uh, maybe like, it almost seems like maybe like a hat or a mask uh, that's on top of his head. Uh, his cloak, the, like the top of his cloak, uh, the hood of it, I should say, has been pushed back. Uh, and he's in this like you know thick black cloak, and when he kind of like waves his hands by the fire, you see that he's wearing uh, doesn't seem to be wearing like armor underneath his cloak. He's just wearing like you know regular like clothing, uh, like a you know a bl- like a gray and black tunic, not especially high quality or anything. And he's uh, doesn't have gloves or anything. You know he's he's got you know uh, uh, you know just his bare uh, hands. Bare hands, thank you. And. Uh, and you guys sit down by the fire? Yeah. And, yeah, you guys sit down. Uh, feel free. Uh, there is a history check on the table if you'd like. If someone wants to make that. I'll do it. Absolutely. Sure, let's let him do it. It is a 21. Thank God. 21. Uh, you know the name Telomere Venomstar. Oh, great. Oh, great. The name Telomere Venomstar is the name of a serial killer <laughs> who was uh, who was in like a in a drow kingdom he became known as the boogeyman <laughs> yes uh, he was captured in uh, uh, from what you remember he was captured and put uh, put in like a, a drow jail a long time ago probably like 15, 20 years ago. Uh, this would have been when you were a kid, even, uh, Alistair, that he would have, it would have been around the time he was probably captured. Mm. You, like, uh, like when you were a kid growing up, the boogeyman was this particular guy, or at least the name. Name. Um, I speak telepathically to Walter, this information, and can I have him tell the rest of the group telepathically? Walter does not respond. Walter has not moved from his original position by the tree line. Oh, that's weird. Telomere kind of looks out to you three, and he looks like over to Walter the Flump, and he just says, So, what are you in the region for? Oh, you know, there's we've been sent by the city nearby, Narquellian, to go investigate some weird things happening uh, in the Rainbow Valley here. I see. It is a rather strange place. Yeah, it used to be a lot more energetic, I guess you could say. I see. There's something dark looming up ahead, I think, and and, uh, I don't know. What brings you out here? Well, there are dark things looming all around in this world. You're telling me, buddy. What brings you out here, though? He says, I've been tasked by my employer to investigate a person of interest uh, deep within these woods. Oh, maybe we're kind of doing the same thing. Well, perhaps. Are you hunting for one known as Lucidia Grawl? Well, they're definitely on the list. Uh, I one see. of many. Who, who sent you to find this person, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, my employer. Yeah. Uh, it's maybe best that I don't discuss who is employing me. Oh. Can I guess? Would you tell me if I guessed right? Roll persuasion. Persuasion. Please. Is a... Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Uh, I'm going to need a number instead of an exclamation. I think, oh, yeah, uh, is good enough. Uh, 27. (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh, Telomere looks to you. He doesn't smile or anything. He stares at you blankly. He says, very well. You have three guesses. Ooh, three guesses. 
Um, is it an honorable sin? He looks to you funny. And he kind of like, uh, like there's almost like the slightest bit of like kind of confusion on his face for a moment. He goes, no. Okay. Okay. Think, think. I look to my friends. I'm like, eh, any, any ideas? Have you heard that name before though? I have indeed. Mm-hmm. It's concerning to me. Or he doesn't say concerning. He says, it's startling to me that you know the name. Yeah, we're buddies. Oh. Yeah. We hung out with him in a cave not too long ago. He's a cool guy. He rolls insight on you. You're telling the truth. Uh, maybe not about the cool guy part. That's maybe up to debate. But uh, he, uh, he, he sees that you're telling the truth. He goes, fascinating. Indeed. You guys have any other guesses? Glarus. Ah, you know him. Mr. And Galaxy Render. Yes, indeed. Yeah, we're also buddies with him. We're actually looking for him. Yeah. Is he the one that sent you we out have here? This, we have this book for him. Roll, I uh, probably deception, right? Yeah, deception. I, I can't imagine <laughs> for, you're telling for, the truth for him or me. Uh, for him, uh, for Jandar. <laughs> I'll take that eighteen. No pluses. Nah, uh, well, I was with my plus one, oh. so yeah, that's my eighteen. He looks at you. He says, "A buddy." Yeah. You have a book for him. Yeah, a book he's been looking for. You know, it's funny you say that. Master Galaxy Render has informed me that there are three people traveling in this region, and they have things of interest on them. However, he did not give me the order to obtain them, so I don't think you have to worry. I'm only here to speak with Lucidia Grawl. Well, the good news is there's four of us. We've got Walter. The three people you're talking about, we killed them and took this off their body. (laughs) Roll deception with disadvantage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, with disadvantage. So twice to take the worst result. 13. He... He looks to you and he uh, just kind of like... he. You almost think that maybe he's like kind of like, like buying that. He goes, do you have the book on you? Of course. May I see it? Absolutely. Who who has the book? I think Tilly has the book right Tilly, now. Tilly, right? uh, you have the book on you. Do you want to grab it out? No. <laughs> but yes. Uh, Tilly, you go to grab the book, and suddenly you guys hear Walter's voice in your heads, and he says, I, I have something to report. The psionic energy that I've been sensing, I, I now can tell. That it's not coming from the prismatic palace. It's coming from him. Oh, fuck. And then now can I tell them in my head to Walter who this guy is? Yeah, you now, okay. uh, Alistair informs you that uh, uh, Telomere Venomstar is the name of a serial killer who was captured and sent to a prison like 20 years ago. Would have been some useful information a little bit ago, guys. I'm just saying, just been bullshitting my way through this. Tilly, you, uh, you've like, you've <laughs> yeah. gra- like grabbed your backpack, and he's asking for the book, but he has also said that he has no orders to retrieve you guys or the book or anything. So, do you want to grab it out? Uh, I'm gonna take the book out, and then I'm gonna like, I'm gonna like take it out of the bag, and then hold up, and be like, oh, this book right here, and then I'll shove it right back in the bag. And he goes. That could potentially be it. I don't know. And then I'm going to reach in the bag again and be like, or is it this book right here? And hold out the same book and then shove it back in the bag. <laughs> and he goes, you, your guess is as good as mine. Is it something you'd like to hand to me? No. Very well. We just we want to make sure we get you know our reward. Oh, there's no real reward. I, I suppose the reward would be that you don't have to die by... The machinations of Glarus Galaxy Render? Yeah, the reward. <laughs> Duh. Yes, if that's what you mean, then yes, quite. If you'd like to hand that over, you certainly can. No, I think we can deliver it ourselves. It's not a big deal. Do you know where he's at? I do indeed. Perfect. Why don't we go there together? Would you like to? Um, don't you, uh, <laughs> is that near where Lucidia is at? 
Arno. It's a bit of a distance. It's not quite in the direction of where Lucidia Grawl is supposed to be. Well, What's your business with Lucidia? I was informed that she had received, or they had received, I should say, a shard of the Black Pyramid. Yeah, yeah, we saw that thing for uh, up close and personal. I see. Well, I've been told to come and see if Lucidia Grawl is potentially someone that can be of use to the followers of the Dark Star. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, how about uh, we go together to see Lucidia first and then to see Aglaris? Roll Persuasion. You have dis- with disadvantage. <laughs> Roll Hayes doing this. I pull a book out of the bag and I go, or this book right here, and then shove it back in the bag. I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> but I think you might have grabbed out a similar book each time. 11? Yeah. He, sh- he shakes his head and he says, honestly, it's not for the best. Why? I'm a little out of control when I fight. Oh. If you value your lives, I don't recommend you spend much time around me. Do you value lives? No. I didn't think so. Although I have an appreciation for them when they're around. An appreciation? Indeed. What kind of lives have you come across in your time? Oh, many different lives. Yeah? I, with your history check, Alistair, you know <laughs> that he was a serial killer, and he was called the Boogeyman because he preyed on children. Yeah, this guy's got to go. So what if we uh, help you out here, though? What if we go talk to Lucidia Grawl and you deliver this book for us? You'd like to give me the book in exchange for not speaking to Lucidia Grawl. I'm just saying, like, you know where Galeris is. You don't necessarily want to tell us right off the bat. We're close to where we think Lucidia Grawl is. We can help you out by just going, you know, recruiting her or them for you and then you can help us out by getting this book that we've been trying to get to him but it's like every time we go where he says he's gonna be something happened and he had to you know he had to take off so we're just traveling around with this book and it's like hey buddy we're just trying to get you your book from the last orders I received I was informed that I had to go speak with Lucidia Grawl and to top it off I was informed that there was a group that had this book that he does want traveling around the area who's been a thorn in his side he said. And we took care of that group I told you that already. Yes I'm sure you did your identities don't really matter to me I assure you I thought you were uh, locked up yes I had been captured I was sent to Illithid Penitentiary prison in the depths of the Underdark. But when I was there, he reached out to me. Your master? The one who grants me my power. I'm a warlock by trade. I see. So your pact that you have. Indeed. And if you've met with Anonral Sin, then you must have some inkling of the power that these beings can put... Uh, offer you. Yeah, they're quite sometimes unimaginable. Yes, I was given power by one known as Rathberry Tartarus. He's known as the Jester's Intestines. Oh, Rathberry. That also sounds like a kind of jam. He just stares at you. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a good joke either. I'll admit that one. Um, okay, well, um... Until he... So, listen, we were clearly sent into this forest to probably find Lucidia Grawl because that's probably what the, you know, disturbance was that we're going to check up on. Well, we were sent by Sir Ilk. Yeah. So, why don't we just go with you to see Lucidia Grawl, and then we'll go with you to see Glarus so we can get rid of the book. There's no reason we can't help each other out. I... Alistair had tried to convince him to go along, and he had said that it wasn't a, you know good because you would potentially be hurt. But if you'd like to go ahead and try to pitch it again to him, by all means, make a persuasion check with disadvantage. Oh. 
That was looking really good till that last roll. That would be a three. <laughs> Yikes. I. Uh, he kind of looks to you for a second, Tilly, and he says, You've asked me once and I warned you against it. If you'd like me to go with you that bad, I certainly can. But I don't you think... will die. Yeah, I don't think I'm up for that. Uh, Jandar, you think you're uh, up for that? I'm just confused why there's all this just animosity. Like, Sir Ailg sent us. Do you know who Sir Ailg is? No. Oh, well, flip the name around. Do you know who Sir Ailg is? He thinks about it for a moment, and he says, very well. Okay, that's who sent us, who is also the person that sent you. So why are we fighting about this? Roll deception again with disadvantage. You don't think that he's buying your stories. Damn it. Well, that's a bad sign. That'll be a four. I outdid Tilly. Uh, yeah, he, he stares to you, Jandar, and he says, I've told you before, I don't care who you really are. It doesn't matter to me that you think that you can get in Master Galaxy Render's way. As uh, soon as he gives the order... I could kill you in a heartbeat. Uh, can I speak to Walter and have them relay the information to the other guys or no? About what? Um, I just want to say to them, we should end this guy here now quickly. Uh, yeah, Walter passes that along, and he also mumbles something about, but I don't think it's a very good idea, as he trembles. He's a child murderer. Uh, so we just we're just communicating through Walter. Is that the idea here? If you guys would like, yeah, you can use Walter as a relay in this situation. Uh, and and at the moment, uh, uh, Telomere is is not being hostile to you. He's just telling you that he will murder you if you spend much time around him. And it, we're going to the same place he's going, so we're gonna run into him again, either in there or out here. You're assuming that we can beat him. I'm assuming, I'm thinking it's better out here with just him than in there with whatever else. Yeah, well, I need to, if we're going to do this, we need to, like, like, I need to be like, well, it was a pleasure, and I'm going to walk away so I get some range, because you don't want me next to him. I'm useless when I get too close to something. I'm not useless, but I'm definitely not as good, <laughs> good without <laughs> some range. I'm with Alistair on this. All right. He's a child murderer. Oh, God. And I look like a child. <laughs> but did you hear... <laughs> Are we all ignoring the fact that the psionic energy, the massive psionic energy that, that Walter was feeling is from this guy? Yeah, I know. That's why. Okay. Oh, hey, I'm in. Let's all die. I'm in. Let's do it. <sighs> yeah. You know I don't care about life, so sure. And what was his first name? Telomere, right? Telomere Venom Star. Telomere. Well, Telomere, well. I stand up. I think we I should reach just out to shake his hand. Leave you alone. He reaches out his hand. He reaches it out. Do you want to? Do you want to yeah, grab yeah, it? Yeah, I'm gonna touch it. It's, it's been a pleasure. It's been a he pleasure. limp wrists you. Oh, man, <laughs> man, why you gotta limp wrist me? All right, whatever, man. It was good. It was a good time. I'll see you later. And I and I and I space my give myself a little bit of space. Yep. Absolutely. You got you you like you like awkwardly shake his hand and start walking away, Tilly. I just cower behind Alistair. I well, I, I like put my arm around Tilly. Well, it's been nice, Stonia. We'll be on our way then, and kind of shove her like to turn, and like scoot away a little bit, and then just before we're about like to the tree line, I guess, I kind of just shove Tilly, and then turn around and draw my swords. Absolutely, oh, uh, roll initiative. Uh, at this point, uh, Jandar, you've gotten about, uh, uh, we'll say about 35 feet away from him, your so move I range. So like in the tree line then? Yeah, you've gotten to like the tree line. Okay. 10. 23. Uh, that would be a 16. Okay, so Alistair, Jandar, uh, and then Tilly. Well, technically the enemy's in there, but you guys have surprise round. You walk to the tree line, you grab out your weapons, uh, and, I mean, it, combat begins. Uh, Alistair, it's your turn. You've drawn your swords. What would you like to do? Um, Jeez. I need to make this count. So... If I... Mm -hmm. I want to cast Fairy Fire on him. Absolutely. Uh, he has a saving throw to make, right? Yeah, it is a uh, dexterity saving throw. 
it hits him. It does. So yep. he, so uh, any attack roll against the affected creature or object has advantage. Uh, it's concentration for up to a minute. So we all have advantage on him for up to a minute as long mm-hmm. as I keep my concentration. And then as a bonus action. Bonus action would have been drawing your swords if you oh, also that did it? that. Okay, then that's fine. That's fine. Can I just, I'll just cast fairy fire and then. And yeah, you draw get, your swords, you cast carry, fairy fire, and it is your turn. Shandar, uh, uh, it's your turn. You have advantage against uh, uh, Telomere now. He's just sitting on the stump. He gets hit with fairy fire, and he just looks up in your guys' direction. Okay, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm gonna... <laughs> yes, yes, I'm going to uh, put first put Hunter's Mark. Okay. All right, there we go. And then... He's uh, learning. I'm going to... <laughs> Yay! I'm going to draw two bow or two arrows and uh, fire... Fire away. Absolutely. You have advantage on uh, both those uh, strikes. All right. So first one was uh, 26. That's a hit. And the second one would be 18. Uh, It's a hit. Okay. Colossus Slayer isn't on the first strike, but it would be the second. Correct. Let's see here. 22, 26. You uh, uh, hit him with two arrows. One, like, grazes past his arm, and the other one sinks into his shoulder. And he just sort of looks down at his shoulder and looks back up in your guys' direction. Tilly, it is your, uh, yeah, your turn. Casting Guiding Bolt at level four. Absolutely. Ooh. Light him up. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, do I even need to roll for my advantage? Okay. Uh, 22. That's a hit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and what'd you get? Oh, man. 26. Nice. A bolt of divine energy slams into him, and he just continues sitting there. Does somebody get double advantage now? Uh, no such thing as double, double advantage. advantage. <laughs> Alistair, it is uh, your turn. Uh, he, you, uh, The surprise round is over. Uh, your initiative is uh, before his. And so when it comes to maintaining concentration, I can still attack and cast spells, right? Yeah. It's just uh, that if mm-hmm. I get hit, I have to roll to maintain it. Yeah, you would not be able to cast an additional concentration spell, but you could cast any other spells. Okay, okay. So, man. So it can't be kind of shit. Nope, well, cannot be concentration. A bunch of my stuff is concentration. Yep, that's um, the balancing act. Then oh nope, that's concentration. Do, 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 do. I know, right? I got <laughs> I need an answer. Stuff. All right, well, I guess we'll do what I do best, and that is just hit him with two two attacks. Or three attacks, right? Yeah, you wanna run attacks. up and hit him with swords? Yep, I'm gonna use my swords. Absolutely. Oh, I don't like that face. Um, I don't like that face. So I have that I have that rate I have two rapiers now then equipped, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I believe you well you have a. Uh, I have the cursed one, I have a regular rapier, and I have the Oh, oh, I guess the, the short sword as well. Yeah, so what are you drawing? The Both the magic weapons, or are you drawing two rapiers? Let's do two rapiers. Absolutely. All right. Can I make a request while he rolls? Uh, yeah. Can the DM not creepily stare at me when <laughs> when my teammates make decisions? Can you do that, do that to Tilly from now on? Do I'll try. <laughs> yeah, I can take it. I don't know if you can. <laughs> So Alistair rushes up to uh, Telomere, who's still just sitting there, and goes to stab into him. And what'd you get, uh, Alistair? I got a 15 on the first one. That's a hit. I got a 23 on the second one. That's a hit. And I got a 15 on the next one. Mm -hmm. All right, so 1d8. So those are all, are those all three then rapier attacks? Right? Yeah, because the ones in my offhand. Yeah, yeah. D8 for each of them. All right, one, two, three D eights. Is six plus eight is fourteen plus eight. So four is eighteen plus another four is twenty-two plus another four is twenty-six. You each did twenty-six damage. That's kind of funny. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, it's this not- is not good. <laughs> 
That means we're all going to miss next round, <laughs> yeah, right? That's you, how many turns it's going to take to kill this guy. You grab out your swords and stab into Telomere a bunch. And you, like, and it slash, slashes across his, uh, uh, like, you know, into his arms and, like, one into a, uh, his, like, other shoulder that hasn't been hit with the arrow. I'm just going to say, you need to be gone from this world, you, you murdering person. <laughs> I'm just so filled with disgust by this guy's motivations and and past history. You know, I did warn you. Jandar, it's your turn. (laughs) (sighs) Do I still have any advantages at all or no? Oh, yeah. Advantage is still going because of his fairy fire. Oh, I guess Uh, I never did advantage of mine, but I didn't need it. Okay, well, then I'm going to go with, uh, you know, two more arrows. Absolutely. Whew. All right, so I have a 21 and a 23. Uh, yeah, yeah, that hits. Okay. Roll, roll the second d20 again. You have advantage, you could crit it. Nope. Okay. <laughs> 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 we good on that. So, all right, um, let's see. 23. 23, 23. Holy shit. Uh, shtick? Yeah, holy shtick. Uh <laughs> And what'd you get? 33. Wow. Oh my God. That's with Colossal Slayer now because he's got damage on him. And two more arrows whiz past and, uh, like, you know, like hit into his side and, like, you know, hit the stump that are uh, uh, beside him. Wait, they missed him? No, they hit. I mean, they hit him. They just didn't sink into his flesh. Oh, okay. Telomere's turn. Telomere pulls the arrow out of his shoulder. And throws it to the ground, and he stands up. Telomere looks to you, Alistair, and he says, I don't suppose it came up, but I'm a member of the five supernovas, the five most powerful members of the followers of the Dark Star on this continent. Do I know what that means? <laughs> he takes the, the mask off the top of his head, puts it on his face, and the mask is has little tiny like you know slots for the eyes and a little tiny slot for the mouth and the mouth creaks and twists and the mask itself transforms and turns into a smile oh shit oh I did warn you I did but you didn't listen oh this is gonna be so much fun so much fun and his arms lengthen out and almost look like uh, they're held together by puppet strings and the arms increase and they become about 10 feet long and his legs become about 10 feet long and his body's now about like 15 feet tall and he's this enormous like puppet shaped figure and its arms turn into claws and he goes, oh, you all better run. Oh, let me enjoy this. Please let me enjoy this. I'm just going to say, it's your say turn. I told you so. I told you all. But no. Tilly, it is your turn. What would you like to do? <laughs> yeah, Tilly, you look at Alistair with shame and disgust. Trying to be a good person, Alistair. Where's that, got- Where's that gotten us? <laughs> Actually, you want to know what? <sighs> I'm going to look I'm gonna look at Jandar, uh, and then I'm going to look over at Alistair, and I'm just like, he said run, so, uh, well, see ya! And I'm going to turn and just book at 35 feet. <laughs> <laughs> Tilly bolts into the woods. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you did the uh, the run action? Yeah. Double move? Yeah. No, 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 just, just the 35. I just want to do my. Well, you have twenty five feet movement. Okay, well then I want to move twenty five feet. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to. I mean, because you have a standard action left, you can use that to run and just double move fifty feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair, oh, it's your God. turn. You're uh, within five feet of Telomere Venom Star. What's you like to do? And he just turned into a giant jester, creepy arm rag guy. Uh-huh. I tried to tell you. Do I do, do I attack since like any of our damage has done anything to him? It doesn't. I mean, you you can here's here's what I'll allow. You can make a uh, uh, use up one of your actions to make a perception check and give him a once over, or you could run, or you can do something else, cast a spell. I mean, it's whatever you want to do. But it will take time if you want to give him a once over and see what he's what you've done. Just hit him. 
Tank that shit. Hit him. What would you like to do? I've committed. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta see this through. Oh God. I. Fair enough. You want to roll to attack? Craig, no, you cannot hesitate like that and go, fair enough. That hesitation at least always he didn't look, gets me. At least, he, at least he listened to me, didn't look no, at me when he that, said that. It, there was a face. There was a look. I'm going to die, but I can't stop because it's for the good of the world. Um, <laughs> no, I, I absolutely. Need, I need to... He's got fairy fire on him still, right? It, it, it didn't go away because of his transformation. No, it did not. It did not. Okay. So I'm going to do three attacks again. Absolutely. But this time I'm going to do one that's a defensive flourish. Mm-hmm. So then I get to add an inspiration die and it adds to my AC. And my inspiration die right now are D8s. Okay. Just want to make sure. I was reading that to myself. Okay. No, that's um, fine. So do my three attacks then hell have advantage? Yeah, they sure do. Okay. Let me know what you get on each one. So that's first one's a twenty-three. That hits. Next one is a fourteen. Miss. Uh, next one is a twenty-five. Or uh, sorry, um, sixteen. Oh, I miss. Okay. So just one attack, and that one has the defensive flourish mm-hmm. on it. Then okay. How'd you go from twenty-five to sixteen? Uh, I. I got it the second time. I <laughs> got it. it was, oh. I was never mind. Yeah, no, it's never mind. Um, I'm all nervous. <laughs> uh, you should be. This is your fault. We're in this situation because rolled, of you. He rolled forty twenties and he got twenty five total. Oh, gotcha. No, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Uh, so uh, the that one attack uh, was a sixteen, and then I just add. Uh, this to my AC. All right, so I just did 16 damage with it. You uh, hit your uh, blade into him, and like you strike a bunch of times, and it just sort of like the the puppet like movement just sort of like shuffles his body around and dodges your strikes, and one lands true. Do I recognize when he said the supernovas? Do I anything in my history knowledge of that or no? Uh, you can make a uh, history check if you like okay. as a bonus action. That would be a 18. With an 18, you've heard rumors that the followers of the Dark Star in a particular region, like usually like an entire continent, their uh, most powerful members uh, who are usually scattered around the continent are called the, the supernovas. The five, and, uh, usually it's normally their five strongest members. Uh, so this would be one of the most powerful members of the cult on the, the, this continent. Okay. And then I shit my pants. <laughs> Jandar, it is your turn. I'm sorry, pantaloons. <laughs> uh, Jandar, it is your turn. Uh, your friend has, uh, at, well, Tilly bolted into the woods. Uh, and then uh, Alistair stood his ground and tried to stab him and did not have a very easy time. This horrible, horrible puppet-like monstrosity is, uh, well, it's real creepy. What do you want to do? I'm going to shoot two more arrows at it. Absolutely. You have advantage on these. Uh, I got a natural 20. Wow. And a unnatural 20. Uh, the unnatural 20 uh, does hit. Okay. The natural 20, though, does... Do I do double, double damage, uh, damage dice, Okay, yep. so let me go ahead and just make sure I roll this right. Mm-hmm. That would be uh, 28. Altogether? Altogether, yep. Okay. Your arrows uh, strike into the body, and he sort of like, you know, uh, uh, Telomere stops, looks up, looks down to you, Alistair, and he goes... You're going to have to pardon me for a moment. I don't think you look quite as fun to kill. And he kind of runs one of his clawed hands across your face. And he goes, well, maybe a little. And he slashes in a bit. And he gets a uh, uh, 24 versus your AC. Oh, my God. Yes. Mine's 23. (laughs) (laughs) Defensive floors. 
Fail. <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. I also had a teammate uh, run away from me. Don't worry. Epic things are coming. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm you take, at it. Uh, you take 24 damage, Alistair. Shit. Uh, you, you're standing, right? Oh, yeah. Good for you. Uh, he... <laughs> <laughs> He, uh, with his long, creepy, lanky legs, just steps over you and moves past you. And he's now uh, within one step, basically, pretty much right by uh, uh, Jandar. Fuck! Not me! Run towards Tilly or something! Jandar looks down to, or uh, Jandar, he looks down to you and he goes, Oh, don't worry, I'm working on it. And then he goes to, like, uh, slash at you as he continues on. And he he gets you, yeah. There's if if it hit his AC, it totally hit yours because it's way higher. And he does uh, uh, twenty four damage to you as well as he slashes past you and then steps again. And Tilly, you hear your friends like cry out in pain, and you hear like long like long lanky like legs that almost sound like the rattling of like wood or something. Almost like it's like a like sounds like the the like a puppet rattling together as it steps towards you, and you think he's pretty close behind you. It's your turn, Tilly. You, I am okay. So I turn. I turn to look. Do I see him? If I turn to look, he's ten feet behind you. Oh, he's ten feet behind me. I turn to look and see him, and then realize that Jandar and Alistair are not following me. And I go, "Oh shit!" So I turn and quickly cast Dimension Door, and then teleport back to Alistair and Jandar. Nice. You catch Dimension Door. You create it like on the ground. You dive into it, and you're now right uh, in like in between, uh, or are you right next to Alistair? I'm right next to Alistair. Uh, and you're right b- uh, beside Alistair. Uh, you turn to look as you, uh, so you use your action to do that. You jump into the portal, and you turn to look, and the uh, the head of Telomere does an, a complete 180 and just turns to look at you, and the body sort of shifts around and shuffles, and he goes... Oh, you are going to make this fun, aren't you? <laughs> and I just like wave at him and go, hello. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to use healing word on Alistair. Nice. Oh, thank God. <clears throat> I probably lost my fairy fire, though, Then, by the way, right? Oh, uh, make a concentration check. Is it just a d20 and then what? Half the damage half the you damage. took. So I took 24, so 12. I have to get higher than a 12? Uh, yes, I believe it is a... Uh, uh, a 12, yeah. I might be doing the concentration rules wrong, but we'll look into that later. And is it any plus to it? Constitution bonus. Oh, okay. So I got an 11. Fairy Come fire. On! Fairy fire drops. Oh! What is with you and this? The ones? <sighs> the one missings? Yeah, I know. Oh, well. I heal you for 11. For 11? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Alistair, uh, uh, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Uh, he's now uh, a bit. Of, you've got a bit of distance uh, from him. Uh, uh, he's fairly close to uh, Jandar, but you know he's about forty feet away from you. Forty feet away from me, roughly. All right. Well, here's where I go all or nothing. I'm gonna cast Polymorph. Oh. On myself. Uh huh. And I'm gonna turn into a mammoth. Okay. All right. And is that? Do I get to attack or do I just turn into it? Standard. Uh, if you use your action to turn into the mammoth. Okay. And then I don't, so I don't get to attack yet. No. Nope. Right? Okay. Um, so I'm a mammoth right you now. You can move. Uh, well, no, I want to. You want to charge him later? Well, oh, can I didn't know if I could do the, because uh, so I have an ability that says trampling charge. If I move at least 20 feet straight toward a creature and then hits with a gore attack, but I can't hit him with a gore attack, right? Nope. Yeah, you would so, not, you would want to save so that for I'm, the next I'm round. So I'm just going to kind of position myself in front of Tilly uh, as this giant mammoth. Absolutely. You're assuming he's not going to move on his turn, though. I mean, he liked ah, you. Too late for that, Jandar. It's your turn. <laughs> How close am I to him? Uh, he's about uh, uh, what would it be? Uh, probably about like 15, 20 feet behind you. Okay, and I can. I'm. I want to create more space from him. Uh huh. So I'm going to move with, back towards your friends. I'm going to move as far away as I can, where I'm still in range with my bow. So my bow, I think, is crazy long. So oh yeah. I'm going to take my, what's my full distance I have? Uh, 35 feet is a regular move. If you want to double move and use your entire turn to move, it would be 70 feet. No, I want to move 35 feet and then I want to attack. Okay, so you dart towards your friends, move even further back behind them, and turn and attack. Yeah, turn and attack. Two arrows. 
Oh Wait, why would you run towards us? You should run the other way. No, I'm good. 23. <laughs> I tried that. It didn't work. 23 on the first one. It's a hit. 21 on the second one. Uh, both hit. All right. Uh, that's 11. That's 21. That's 29. And that's uh, 31 total. You strike with the arrows, and they, like, you know, like, hit, strike into him, and they almost make, like, a, the sound of, like, an arrow hitting wood as they hit his body. And you don't, you get the feeling that it's not doing much damage. You feel like the uh, the strikes are, like, not really affecting him much, and he's sort of, like, turned his body around, and he's sort of like, uh, oh, actually, uh, it is his turn. And... The the like the jester mask sort of like you know looks down at you guys. He goes, "Oh, I don't even know where to start, but I think I have a pretty good idea." And he steps up, stops, holds out his clawed hand, strikes down on Walter, and splits him in three pieces. Oh my god! And he goes, Oh, that's the face I wanted. Oh, this is going to be the sweetest, sweetest candy. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. <laughs> Walter! Walter!